All right. No, that's a good segue. Um, because I think what we were discussing earlier in terms of, you know, going to these events, having these, these or putting on these events, first of all, um, having these guys be part of our culture, witnessing the music that we like, the music that we want to do, we actually want to put on. Um, it's now transitioning to maybe us as people, as our, you know, putting on these events for ourselves, um, which is one of the things that I probably want to talk about today as well, um, probably in a bit more detail, is how do we get to that stage where, as a collective, we're kind of all wanting to do that? Because I don't think it's for everyone, mm. but I know a lot of the stuff that you're doing, a lot of stuff you're championing is around, right, how can we, you know, more or less kind of champion each other help each other out and, and make sure that we're actually supporting each other as well because it's it's equally important to do the you know the corporate events it's equally important to have people outside the culture support the culture mm -hmm. but are we genuinely as a unit supporting each other mm. you know and just kind of your thoughts on that because i know you're in the space i you know what shane i was having this conversation just a few weeks ago mm. and i don't think it's as simple that's supporting yeah. one another I, and, and the reason why i say that is because i, th I feel like there's a lot of generational trauma there's a lot of wow interesting there's point, there's yeah. a lot of I, I guess um ptsd where we've been hurt so badly mm. in the past our ancestors have been hurt so badly in the past and probably goes back to the slavery days when there was only one or two people that were okay to be in the house or that could use the toilet or ah. and people were fighting for those positions yeah, so yeah. when you fast forward today it is that mentality you know our people think there's only room at the top yeah. for one scare i say it all the time scarcity mentality yeah. honestly yeah, and it's like crabs in the barrel and it's almost like we we feel that there's only room for one therefore that one person has to be us mm. and if anybody comes along to threaten that position in any way we have to take them out. Yeah. And I, I feel it. this is why it's not as simplistic as what we think mm. and, and why we're not supporting each other because I don't think we support each other enough. But I also somewhat understand reasons as to why we're not as supportive as other communities yeah. because we've undergone something so extreme and horrific that other communities haven't. Yeah. Where this is one of the reasons why I personally believe that we don't support yeah. each other enough and yeah. which is why what, what i'm trying to change yeah i think it's, it's so important because you, you, and first of all you're absolutely right i think that that trauma and like you said those past you know kind of um experiences it lends it lends today how we probably go about or maybe how we feel about ourselves mm. in, in a lot of ways um and, and you see it you know in peaking it's head up in, in certain scenarios and and you know, you, you kind of wonder, you know, like why people mm. are like this, why they're doing this, but it probably is a lot deeper, you mm. know, maybe, maybe not this conversation, yeah. <laughs> but, but it, it's definitely a, a good point you make. And I think, you know, like I said, the work that you're doing and kind of the conversations and, and the spaces that I see you in, you know, hopefully these are the conversations that can at least turn the tide somewhat, you mm. know, we could start to get to a place, first of all, maybe uh, of healing, mm. you know, people just feeling good about themselves people feeling good and okay to to bring others along you know mm -hmm. selfish plug um <laughs> but it, it's one of those things that i think we you know and, and why the platform exists why we are trying to get a lot more of us in these spaces a lot more conversations being had as to how we can you know achieve something like this but 
I guess moving forward now and, and looking at the landscape and things, you know, for yourself moving forward, where do you kind of see yourself in terms of, um, you know, whether it's this year, next year, but moving forward now, where are you applying pressure to really kind of take the true power brand um, out there and hopefully, you know, a few more people that you can bring along as well? Yeah, very, very good question and one that I get asked quite a lot of times. And for me, it would always boil back to my purpose, mm. which is supporting, helping, platforming others in whatever facet. So whether that's in the coaching and consultancy space where yeah. I'm helping entrepreneurs, you know, really build their businesses through the building their personal brand and getting visible, or whether it's through my Performing Arts Academy where I'm helping and platforming the creativity of young people, or it could be through the awards where I platform, um, you know, individuals, entrepreneurs and so forth, get mm -hmm. visible and recognise their hard work. Or actually it could be through advocating and being an agency in, you know, political and in, in the social landscape where, which is something that I'm quite passionate about. So whichever facet that that may be, that's kind of where I'm going to be. If it's about supporting and amplifying the voices of and making others visible, that's, the space yeah. where I'm going to to be and live. Uh, I, I love that. And I think, you know, I've mentioned this to you, how grateful we are, you know, for having you on the platform. Because I think, you know, I've told you this to your face. I'll tell you it again. I think you're necessary in the ecosystem because there's definitely not, oh, at least, uh, you know, maybe from my POV, but I don't see a lot of people speaking on some of the things that you speak on. And maybe not so publicly, maybe not so passionately. Um, like you said, it's, it probably just means a bit more when you're purpose-led, mm. you know, when you're not, you know, kind of confined to this person might have, you know, consequences as a result mm. of saying X, Y, Z. So, you know, it's it's hugely refreshing, you know, to hear that that's kind of the uh, the, the approach that you're taking mm. moving forward. Um, so, uh, yeah, I love that, bro. And, uh, you know, we're here for it and support it a, a million percent. Um, and you mentioned, obviously, the personal branding. Because I've seen a lot of stuff, obviously, online and, you know, people are, are singing the praises and rightly so in terms of the, the speaking engagements that you're doing, in terms of the events that you're putting on. Um, and, you know, all of them looking amazing. So speak on that a bit in terms of um, that personal branding, you know, how you are kind of going about building even your own personal brand. But, you know, how people may be listening to the show, watching the show how they themselves can probably help with that. Because I know it's an area that you, you do mm. quite well. You help a lot of others with as well. So, you know, maybe a few tips and techniques. No, <laughs> and, and, and that, that, that's true. And I think the first thing is, is being, it's said a lot, but it's being authentic mm. and, you know, bringing your true self to the space that you are in or that you coexist in unapologetically. Mm. And I am specifically speaking to minorities and to black people who yeah. often have to assimilate um assimilate and often have to adapt and change themselves um to fit in certain surroundings we're not doing that in 2022 yeah. what we are doing in 2022 is bringing our authentic true self to spaces Love unapologetically it. and irrespective about how the world sees it or how they're going to receive it. Mm. And I think that's one of the first and foremost 
pieces of advice that I would give for anybody building their brand. And, you know, I, I say it all the time, Lauren Hill said in in um, one of her albums, um, the Unplugged album, the real you is better than the fake somebody else. And that wow. has lived with me for a long, well, long time. And, you know, the real you is better than the fake somebody else. And when you really deep it, what Lauren's saying is always be you because... Mm. If you are you, if you are your authentic yeah. self, then that would always be better than you trying to be yeah. somebody else. And that's something that I've really lived with, particularly in 2022. Yeah. I've just been right. okay, this is me. And if you doesn't like it, then that's their prerogative. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's, first of all, bars from uh, Queen Lauren. Mm. <laughs> Our boogie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, I think that's so powerful, bro, because like you said it's it's been it's it's been said countless times mm. you know show up as your authentic self you know um always try and, and be you especially when you're in these rooms and, and maybe it could be a bit uncomfortable it could be a bit intimidating for people as well um, especially when you know there's not a lot of us being represented in some of these spaces mm. so you kind of get that to some extent um so i think speaking on it and maybe even those reminders are important but you know and you kind of being in this space and, and working with, you know, entrepreneurs, working with people on their personal branding and, you know, how they're trying to bring themselves to the forefront. What do you see as probably one of the biggest or maybe, you know, like I said, yeah, what are, one of the biggest prohibitors, you know, for these guys who, you know, look like you and I, but are coming into spaces where... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sure we want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> are we sure oh my goodness let's, me let's speak on it okay let's speak on so it. let's go so the biggest prohibitor is the uk and actually the globe um and i would say probably most of the imperialistic countries so us europe america where the structure has been built to disadvantage mm. black people so from the very beginning from the very offset we're disadvantaged yeah so it basically means that everything it, that there's racial concepts that has been built to advance white heterosexual yeah. Christian middle class men, yeah. and those same structures have been built to disadvantage any form of minority or any form of protective characteristics. So from the get go, we are disadvantaged and mm. when we're, we're underprivileged in whatever way. So. It's, we have to assimilate, we have to change, we have mm. to adapt, we have to conform to a different way of working and a different way of doing things. That's a lot of energy, that's yeah. a lot of time, that's a lot of commitment, that's a lot of mwah, mwah, when you go into an event, yeah. shaking a hand. At my events, you're more than welcome to firms because that is our culture and we're yeah. bringing us. And when you think of all these little nuances and yeah. bits that create how we are meant to exist in this business or corporate or professional landscape that mm. doesn't lend itself to our blackness it's dangerous to think about how much energy and time and focus that actually takes yeah and i think people underestimate that from the moment we get up we have to decide what we're going to wear. Am I going to wear this cap today because this is a part of my mm. culture? Or do I put this, do I need to comb my hair or is it looking too natural? Or, 
Yeah. Can I use slang when I go to this meeting? Mm. Do I have to wear shoes? Do I have to polish my shoes? Or can I wear trainers? What about this tie? Does it say too much? Does it... Like, what, is this colour... All of these things that yeah. we have to yeah. think about in order to assimilate, to conform to a world that hasn't been built for us, yeah. is very time-consuming and takes a lot of energy. So from jump, we're yeah. disadvantaged. So yeah. the, as a whole, the how the system's set up is a major prohibitor for us to yeah. really kind of make it in this world. Yeah. It's so funny you say that because I had um, Stephanie Njoku, um definitely need to connect you to she's huge fan um and i think she's actually up in brummy at an event and she was mentioning you i was like oh yeah that's my guy but she's an ip um lawyer you mm-hmm. know founded her own um business and we had her on the show and she was actually saying um when she leaves her flat on monday mornings her thing is becoming more palatable she becomes basically Becky. Yeah. In in a lot of ways. With the good hair. You know. And, <laughs> yeah. And she actually touched on the hair yeah. as well. Because I think this is this is one of those conversations where it, it kind of gets me a bit angry when people are like, super dismissive of especially black women's hair and how mm. they want to like it, it's just a nonsense kind of conversation. Just allow it. But it's funny because she was saying her mum actually was asking her prior to getting the job at one of her first law firms if she's gonna straighten her hair. Mm. and she said no nah. no nah. mm-hmm. my hair is going to be curly it's going to be doing what it wants to do on mm-hmm. the day you know and, and I, again i Love found it. that so just powerful because there are absolutely times when you are so self-critical and you're just thinking like you said of all these different things and people might think oh you know loads of people think like that or what i'm like no nah, this is every Listen, day my wife is now 38 she started working at 16. I'm not going to bother do the maths, but it's <laughs> probably 20 years working in history. Mm-hmm. Nobody, not one workplace has ever seen her natural hair. And, wow. she, and that's 20 years. Not like never, ever seen her na- natural hair because natural hair and black people is deemed to be unprofessional and she's just not ready for that. And mm. I completely understand it yeah, because yeah, the yeah. system, as I said, hasn't been built for us. And that's just another nuance mm. that black females have to think about before they go to work. And they have to think about how palatable they are. They have to think about their hair. They have to think about their how how they come across what words they need to say so they don't come mm. across as the the angry black woman and yeah. and and or so many yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. many different different aspects that they have to think about before they enter in so- certain spaces mm. and i go back to the point where i say it's energy draining it's mm. time consuming it and already because of that, we're at a disadvantage. Yeah. Because of that, we're at a disadvantage. And we have to overcome that. Plus, perform in this workplace, in our yeah. job. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you have to be, I think, um, another guy that was on the uh, on the show, Jamie Lawrence, you know, shouts out to Jamie. And, and he said something um, during the show when he was like, in England, <laughs> as a black man, you have to work, you know, twice, if not three times as hard you know, just to be probably even keel, you know, and that's something that 
I think a lot of people might hear and they might be like, oh, they're successful black people, you know, and there's people doing this and all that. But, you know, how many mm. of those people are they? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about thousands, hundreds of thousands of, you know, black people, black men, especially out here killing it, mm-hmm. you know, where one or two in these spaces. Mm-hmm. And this is the whole point of this yeah. conversation, you know, the whole point of why we kind of champion how we should bring others along because mm. the more of us that are occupying these spaces <laughs> hopefully the easier it gets yes you know but yeah. hey it's, it's, it's a it's an upward you know battle and, and yeah. something that i think is going to continue long before mm. or long after we're gone yeah, as well it's not happening in our generation probably not no. um you've got quite a bit coming up um we were talking off camera uh offline in terms of the events and stuff like that is it is it more enjoyable the events for you versus kind of the um the the branding because i know you just, earlier on you said you know about the um the arts academy mm-hmm. obviously the personal branding keynote speaking you know just you mm-hmm. got way too many jobs basically i do <laughs> yeah yeah uk steve harvey you know, <laughs> at this point yeah, jobs, <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but what's what's kind of the thing that really you know gets you fired up you know when you know ah oh, this is coming up like i'm i'm there honestly none of it <laughs> and if i'm being truthful like none of it is like oh my gosh i've got this amazing thing coming up i need to... mm. because at the end of the day it's it's all work and work ultimately takes me away from my the thing that i really love mm. which is spending time with my family and oh, and because of that it's stealing time away from my family and it's it's not oh my gosh i'm really looking forward to this don't get me wrong i enjoy what i do i enjoy my jobs i enjoy work but it's it doesn't compare to the time that it is stolen away from the things that i really really love to do um but you know I, i say that to say i do enjoy working with you know my clients and yeah. i enjoy seeing their success mm. um and i enjoy seeing them smash it in in their businesses yeah um i enjoy seeing the penny drop when i'm speaking yeah and they get their aha moment and then they get their pen and they start writing things down <laughs> and i'm like yes i've got it um i do enjoy that i i do love um, delivering events and the reason why I love delivering events because I usually have the creative direction and I do it my way and I bring my authentic self to these spaces and mm. you know you might see a diverse event you might have a plethora of white people at these events um, but best believe you know you're going to get your berries Hammond Yeah. best believe that when you come in you're going to get your cocktail that's laced with white rum <laughs> right so you, you you're dragging your feet before you even sit down um <laughs> you know best believe that you know you're gonna have some form of caribbean inspired menu yeah or a caribbean twist on the menu and best believe that you're gonna see black excellence yeah. you're gonna see black host on full display you're gonna see you know just you're going to look around and you're going to be like, wow, this is, we've not seen this before mm. from black people. Yeah. And that's what I love. 
Mm. I love breaking those barriers. I love breaking the stereotypes. I love displaying and platforming black excellence for the whole world to see. Mm. Um, And that's why I love the events because that's one space where I refuse to assimilate. I refuse Mm. to put time and energy into something and create something and work on it for near on a year and create something that's not for me or my people. Mm. I'm creating it for everybody else. Yeah. Like what? That is the definition of insanity to me. Um, So I love bringing that experience to the marketplace because nobody does that. Um, Especially in the Midlands. I mean, I went to an event in London a couple of weeks ago and it was... um, the Black Tech Awards, shout out Raf and Mike um, from the UK Black Business Show. That for me was such an eye opener because really? I was like, how is there so much black people and displaying so much black excellence in one room? I've never seen wow. this before at this level. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is, mm. this is something that needs to happen yeah. all over the country. Yeah. Matt, do you know what's crazy about this? Just hearing you, obviously you speak with such passion, such conviction, and you can tell, you know, first of all, you're good at what you do. You're very good at what you do. And I think, you know, it shows. And I've seen the clips of people, like you said, you know, they're taking notes, they're, they're you know, saying what the takeaways are from these events that you are speaking at, or, you know, the personal branding stuff you do, which I think is excellent. <clears throat> but I just think when it comes to, like you said, these events, and you're able to curate and basically put forward a vision, make it into an experience, and it is totally of us, mm. our culture. I just think it hits different, you know, because it's one of those things that you do remember how it makes you feel. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So when you're speaking about that tech event, because um, I've been to some events as well where I've been like, yo, this is actually dope you know mm. this is actually sick like in terms of how the event is the people you can just feel it you just feel the energy mm. do you know what I mean? it's just different yeah and i you know and like you said more of that is needed mm. up and down the country um but it brings us back to that conversation we had earlier which is you know how yeah you know, how do we achieve this how do we build how do we get you know these events from in london from in birmingham from in manchester from you know, Newcastle, anywhere, basically, mm-hmm. we're able to curate and put on these events to where, you know, the blackness on display is in the upper echelon of just excellence. Speaking. You know, that's, that's yeah. And for us, you know, we're, we're chipping away at that. Mm. You know, we're doing a lot of stuff through storytelling, through documentaries, mm. through filmmaking. And, you know, I had this conversation. Um, we were at an event last night as well. We had this conversation. Um with one of the guys there just explaining to him what we're all about and the media company and stuff like that. And it was interesting, the films and the references he was making were very much about, you know, us being depicted in a certain light. Mm -hmm. That was exactly the reason why I was like, Mm -hmm. we need to go in a different direction. The narrative, like we've heard those, excuse me, we've heard those stories before. Mm -hmm. We've seen these films before. We've seen these documentaries. Like there is a place where trial can be, actually Speaking. celebrated Come on. do you know what I mean it, it, it just it just really started to make me think about how little is out there mm. that shows us in the light yeah. that I was talking to this guy about and I was mm-hmm. like 
There really isn't a lot. We're so used to one narrative, ain't we? We're so used to seeing one narrative and it really has conditioned our minds to think that's how the story begins and that's how the story ends. But actually, we're going to create a new ending and we're going to show a new ending. And I think that's that's the important bit and that's the important part. Like, we we have the authority to change Mm. how the story ends for us. And I think that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's, I, I think we, we've got such a massive responsibility, especially those who are in the arts, those, you know, who walk the walk in terms of being creative, you know, really sitting down, coming up with an idea, coming up with a concept and really putting it out into the world. Like that's a, a responsibility I think we should take serious because it can really shape and you know tell a story yeah that people can really now start to understand better you mm-hmm. know how complicated how important we are you know mm-hmm. and just just how you know beautiful and rich our mm-hmm. culture is mm-hmm. you know is celebrated everywhere absolutely everywhere absolutely you know but somehow it just seems to be you know as and when we make things ha- honestly yeah. we make things happen we make things pop yeah yeah this, this is facts we is we facts. anytime there's anything major mm. anything that's popping yeah best believe you'll find a black person at the center yeah. they might not get the recognition and the props that they deserve but best believe that, mm. that a black person has been at the center of that yeah. because it's just it's it's in our lineage it's uh, we just possess this innate ability just just to make things pop and just yeah. to make things happen and just to make things glow and no apologies <laughs> like that's just who we are that's hey. just what we do yeah we just got the source and I, I think you know again these are the things that are on full display for the world to see mm. and like i said you know whether you choose to um admit it whether you choose to ignore it you know I don't think it's going to be something that's going to go away. Mm -mm. But what I do think is we need to find a way to really, to really try and get as many of us who are at the forefront, you know, of this movement. And it's been happening. It's been coming, Mm. you know, there's some amazing people out there. I'm sure, you know, who are doing things in a, on a a big scale. Um, And it's just about trying to get more of those people, more Mm. of us together. You know, I heard, um, I can't remember if it was a podcast I was listening to. Uh, actually, it might have been Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Actually, oh. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, Mike. You know, Mike's that guy, and um, he's definitely high at the time for sure. But <laughs> yeah, he actually Mike says, Tyson. yeah, he definitely says something that you know I was listening, and I was like, oh, that's actually quite cool. And like I said, I'm sure these things are happening, but you know, on the scale of which you know things happen in the US, oftentimes is a lot bigger as well. But he was talking about actually see how these. You know, um, and I'm privy to this because I've been in that space, you know, in corporate, you have, you know, an entire get together, whereas, you know, like the sales kickoff or you'll have, you know, these events, these annual events where everyone comes together and stuff like that. You know, getting those kind of um, events or those kind of meets with people, obviously like minded people where mm-hmm. we actually are able to come together and, you know, network, create, build, mm-hmm. just really kind of have that space where you know it's just a meeting of yeah. some amazing minds yeah. you know to where we can really see and really start to think about how we can you know push the culture forward but in a push it in a way that you know 
is number one depicted in ownership mm-hmm. you know from our end mm-hmm. and we are in control of the narrative that's yeah. being said you know because yeah. i think the culture as we know it is definitely whether it's diluted whether people take from it whether they do what they want with it we could argue it's all over the place but i think there's a space for us to come together really you know mm-hmm. just take back control yeah you know, that's how i see it so when he said i was like yeah that's that's dope actually yeah. something we can uh we should probably be uh be thinking about doing mm. yeah um bro there's a f- trillion things that i think we need to talk <laughs> about um, i know i know time is is limited i know we've got you know a lot that we spoke about obviously prior as well um but I just want to take this moment first and foremost to say thank you, you know, because it was a big deal for me to just randomly reach out to you and be like, yo, this guy I've been watching and I'm like, how sick would it be to have a conversation? You know, I just kind of just see what your perspective are on things. And I'm I'm so glad I did because I was a bit like, yeah, what do you do with the pod time? What do you do? And I'm, I'm so appreciative that you took the time um, on multiple occasions to even have these conversations but now we've had these conversations is understanding how we can build mm. you know from our end the stuff we're doing in mm-hmm. our space because i'm sure there's going to be overlap one thousand percent how we can definitely make sure we are one thousand percent behind what you guys are doing mm-hmm. and how we can kind of push you know this narrative and this this culture forward because i think it's so important and this isn't just a space where you know we come on we have a good chat people hit me up oh dope blah, blah, blah. like how can we actually yeah. build on these mm-hmm. how can we actually formulate you know some kind of a relationship to where this is actually something now that can catapult and really really move us forward yeah you know in the space so i just want to say that first and foremost thank you for yeah just allocating your time man because yeah wow. you're you're out here bro you wow. you're doing thank me you. You know and I mean? thank you for having me on and, and i really mean that yeah, um thank you for reaching it. out and thank you for having me as a guest uh, yeah. i feel quite honored yeah no no this this was easy man this for us and i've actually hit up a few people because you know what's funny i've been talking about you to a few of the boys in the grass, like, yeah, true. I was like, ah, what's he doing? So I was like, now, saw you on TV one time, <laughs> see you, and I'm sending them a few posts here. I'm like, oh, that's the brother on the show. I was like, I was telling you this a month ago, my guy. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, a few. Uh, a few they do weeks. say with your brand, um, people need to come in contact with you at least seven times before they. Mm become familiar with you and, and yeah, so forth yeah. so maybe they've probably seen a pulse seen a tv seen an ad seen a bill but i don't know what yeah. they've seen um that's a lot things, out there so yeah, yeah it's probably things true. have started to connect yeah. which is good because it means that the stuff that i'm doing is working yeah no massively mm. definitely i mean I, I can tell you that you know from my POV, like when i see you in these spaces and i see a post i'm like i'm that first guy i'm like boom you got to double tap that. I'm sharing it. I'm like, big man, look at this. Because yeah. like I said, it's so necessary, man. Mm. I think it's so necessary. It's not maybe done enough. Yeah. So wherever we can, whatever we can, however we can, we're definitely backing you, bro. And everything wow. that you got going on. So love that. Yeah. Plenty I love for, that. Plenty for ours. Um, tradition on the show, before we get out of here, um, we're always looking for ways, as you know, to bring others along. Mm-hmm. So anyone in your network anyone who you contact with wherever whoever um that you would like to sit in that seat 
have these dope conversations for the culture and how we can move it forward uh, that you would like to, to bring along to the show or recommend for the show, I should say. Wow. Um, I love that. And um, if you follow me and you follow my work and you know me, you know I'm a big advocate for providing space for black women. Mm. Um, so, Speak you know, there's, there's quite a few. <laughs> um, we'll get the list. <laughs> so there's um, my good friend, Daniela Ginas. Um, she's mm. absolutely amazing. Um, business coach and strategist um i've got another good friend justice williams mbe she'll be amazing um zoe benny she will be fantastic i run the awards um with zoe melissa shervington again another incredible black woman um doing amazing things in in the business coaching space love it and denise morris who runs tag network midlands um, a networking kind of organisation for professionals, entrepreneurs um, and that. young business leaders and leaders across the city. So there's so many black women who mm. I will suggest and and they will be like, right, let's yeah. make space Absolutely. for them and let's yeah. ensure that their voices are heard um, because I think it's incredibly important. Oh, it's necessary. It's necessary out here. But yeah, no, nah, that's an impressive list, bro. Mm. I'm not going to lie. They're, you know? And they are all doing bits yeah. in their own respective spaces. Um, and I have a lot of love for mm. every single last one of them. Nah, love that. Now, we'll definitely make sure we get in touch with, uh, with, with all those guys and, and, you know, as many as possible as we mm. can get on the show. You know, mm. you know what this, this, this space is is all about how we champion and especially our black women how we definitely champion and, and push these guys to the push them to the forefront make sure that their voices are being heard all that they're doing and they seem to be doing some incredible things mm. so i love that you know um yeah let's let's connect like i said we're here to build you mm-hmm. know we're here to support whatever you got going on yes um and all of those guys you mentioned yeah you'll probably be getting an email or dm at some point <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah we'll, get make, them on. we'll make it happen get we'll make it happen. but yeah my guy true powell thank you so much for being on bring others thank along you. podcast this was this was dope man thank I you i appreciate it my bro and can i just say just a massive well done for all that you're doing and oh, but you. even doing this podcast and doing it selfishly to mm. help bring others along and help you know spread the word about the culture because i know how hard a podcast is and i know it's not how time consuming it is so for you to be doing that selfishly to provide a platform for others and also to be looking for solutions to how we can address a clear problem within our community mm. i think it's just really admirable so yeah. i appreciate you that don't kid. get your flowers enough yeah, so um, yeah. thank you no that's love that's love but yeah guys Hope you enjoy this. As always, we'll make sure all the information is in the show notes, everything that True's got going on, and it's a lot. If you're not familiar, tap in, you know, unbelievable person, uh, both on camera and off. So, you know, please get behind everything that those guys have got going on, um, him and his team. And, yeah, we'll uh, catch you guys next week. Until next time, peace.